Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. And I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Anthony Mellon. Anthony, you are the founder and co-chair of Next, and you are found on the web at next.law, the future of startup law. Anthony, thank you so much for joining us. Josh, it's great to be with you today. Yeah. So give us an overview of what Next is and uh, who it's for. So Next is an innovative new model for startup and emerging growth companies for delivering legal services to that group. And we have pioneered a whole new model for delivering legal services from formation and startup all the way through to exit. And what we've done is we've taken a broad range of legal services and we've productized them to mm. make them predictable. One of the big challenges for startup and emerging growth companies is, is the, the lack of predictability and, and sustainability of legal fees. And so by productizing these services into fixed price packages, we're able to achieve that. The other thing we've done is we provide access to a group of seasoned senior attorneys. Every project has a dedicated project team led by a senior attorney. And we also have a dedicated customer relationship manager for each client because there's often multiple projects going on. And then the other area that's innovative and in what we've done is we've incorporated a lot of technology mm. to make the whole experience of consuming legal services very client or customer centric and much more efficient, much more transparent and much more collaborative. Yeah. You know, and, and I love this because I, I think that, you know, as, as business owners, as startup, you know, founders and so forth, we want it, it, we shouldn't like mystery or price or confusion over how to engage um, with, with legal professionals, or certainly, you know, it's like if by default, you know, we end up just working through our network and then now we're working with a law firm or a, and a practicing attorney that's that's not really the best fit for us like there's just you know just kind of advocating from the early stage business leaders perspective it is it's, it's 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 kind of a confusing and intimidating mess however i agree with you like i think that everybody should have access to good legal counsel best practices doing things right, not making dumb errors, you know, because we have no idea how to file our articles of incorporation or something, you know, properly, yeah. right? That should not be a major risk, but it is if we, we just tried to cheap out or, you know, we just kind of, again, did things inefficiently or, or ineffectively because of that confusion in the space. 
And, and that is correct. And similar to the medical profession where there are different specialists. So if you have a problem with your knee, you won't be going to a heart surgeon to look at that problem. There are the whole way a startup and emerging growth company moves, the pace that it moves, mm -hmm. the speed that it moves, the um, all of the different areas that the entrepreneurs or small business owners have to focus on during those early stages is a specialty in, it, in and of itself. And so you want to be working with somebody who can work at the speed of a startup in an emerging growth company, who understands the pitfalls, who can be your partner in de-risking the growth of your business from a legal perspective while you're out trying to make sure your product has product market fit mm. and that you're executing and de-risking from an execution perspective to have a partner who understands what it takes to start and build and successfully scale the company, working as a partner on your side, helping guide you through the pitfalls that they know that early stage growth companies commonly step into and to avoid those and to help you anticipate what's coming next and to spend time educating you on that becomes really important as well. And so we really are, in addition to the benefits of, of the predictability and the high customer service and the efficiency, we really become your partner in growing and de-risking your business all the way through. Yeah. Um, and, and Anthony, what would be maybe three, four, maybe five um, most common engagements for early stage startups or or business leaders, founders um, in those early days that, yeah, you're going to want to talk to an attorney for this, for this, 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 and this, and this. <laughs> right. So that's a great a great question, Josh. So one of the first areas is when you have a group of founders who come together to start a company, you want to make sure that you're working with an attorney to make sure that there is alignment. When you have multiple founders, you're looking at questions about vesting shares and what happens if one founder leaves. It's a really important stage. These are individuals who will be working together many, many hours a, week, a day, seven days a week. And so kind of looking through the different issues about making sure the intellectual property that the founders bring into the business belongs to the business, that you understand what would happen if one of the founders had to leave after six months or a year. That's one area all around the founders. Another area that you want to be looking at is it's really exciting when you're ready to grow and bring on your first employees. And so understanding issues that are around bringing on employees and, and your first um, independent contractors or consultants who you're working with and that you're classifying people correctly and that you have protections for IP that they may be working on, that making sure that belongs to the company, that you have agreements that mm. are in place with those individuals and that you have um, a lot of times you don't have a lot of cash to pay people. So you use equity for part of compensation and doing that properly. And another last one that I'll mention is a key um, around raising some early stage seed financing. So a lot of businesses will raise seed financing, whether through a safe or a convertible note 
or a seed price preferred round. And so having some guidance to make sure that the money that you're raising um, is done. And, and if you look at the Next.Law website, you'll see we've created a roadmap from seed to series A, where we lay out a roadmap of all of these different areas that you wow. should be thinking about as a founder and growing a company to help you be aware of what kind of the next step on that roadmap is as you grow from a seed company to a series A company. Yeah. Um, so thinking about, okay, so go to, to, to our friend that's listening to us right now. If you pull up next.law, um, can you help us maybe understand a little bit more about like, you know, where someone would kind of begin this journey? I, what I'm hoping to do here uh, is to show how easy it is to start doing things well with good legal counsel. Right. So one of the first areas that when you're on the Next.Law website, there are a number of very valuable um very valuable services that are available. So one, to just understand the services that we offer, you would go to the next services tab and you would see information on forming a company and building a team and granting equity, as well as information on the different types of fundraising. So that's one area. Another area that you can take a look at, which is what I just mentioned, is if you click on the Series A roadmap, mm. And on that Series A roadmap, yep. you're going to see all of the different areas from forming an entity to bringing on founders to equity to intellectual property. That roadmap is all of the steps that you need to go through as you move towards successfully raising a Series A or growth round of, of funding. We've also realized that it's really important to founders and 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 individuals who are building companies and businesses, is that in addition to legal services, there are often other services that are needed. And so we often were getting questions like, how do I find a good accountant? How do I know which bank to work with? If I need to get a 409A valuation for my shares, who is a good service provider who can provide that. And so under our community, if you go to the Next.Law website under community and partners, you will see a list of, of um, over 70 companies that have that work with our clients. Mm -hmm. And it's very in all different areas from, from marketing to accounting to banking to helping you build a, a financial model. And so that makes it very easy to be able to do that. And then the last area that's really important for, um, for companies is education. And we have created something called Startup U. And Startup U is a free educational platform that allows you to access really high level educational content that are relevant to different stages of building a company. And we partnered with a great educational content provider called BizScalers Biz to bring this to market. Mm -hmm. And we now having companies as well that other large companies like um, Silicon Valley Bank who are starting to put very high value educational content into startup use. So you can see we are very, very focused on, and we really live in the startup ecosystem space. The senior management team have, have also include people who have been founders themselves. 
And, and we are part of Shulman Rogers, which is a leading regional law firm in the Washington DC regional area based in Maryland that has a national and global practice. So um, you can really find a lot of, of value and ways to um, help understand what is important to you as an entrepreneur or a founder building a company on that Next.Law website. Yeah, uh, obviously, you know, if, if you don't mind kind of digging into the weeds on just one one thing here, uh, we'll, we'll talk about entity um, and how, like, and again, we'll just kind of give general answer here, yeah. but in terms of entity formation, um, you know, why might a company elect to form a Delaware C-Corp versus maybe just an S-Corp in their own state? Right, so that's a that's another great question and something that a lot of founders have to make that decision at the very beginning on should they be an S corp, should they be an LLC, which is a which is another very common entity, or should they be a C corp? And you have a fact and circumstance analysis that you should be doing with your attorney to look at that. But some of the key areas that you look at to determine what your entity would be is number one, are you planning to bring in, is this a company you're looking to grow um, rapidly and to bring in funding from outside investors or institutional investors? And if the answer is yes, then those types of investors typically want to see a Delaware C Corp as the entity. They don't want a pass-through entity. Another mm. area that you look at is, is this the kind of company where you're going to be planning on bringing in a number of employees who you're going to want to issue stock options to, to give them a chance to participate in the upside of the business. And there are tax benefits, and it's more um, understandable to, to employees who are coming in to be able to get incentive stock options, which you can get in a C-Corp versus getting unit appreciation rights in an LLC, which doesn't have the same tax benefits and is a little not as familiar to people when they're joining. So that's another reason. There are also benefits if you're going to be a qualified small business stock that you're and you're not going to sell your company for at least five years. There's significant tax benefits as well to being a C corporation. So there are, if those are the areas that are important to you, then you start tilting towards a C corp. If you are going to be not doing those, you're not looking to bring in outside capital, maybe you're going to have some losses in the next few years, you want to pass through those losses to get the tax benefit of passing through those losses to your personal tax return. Um, and they're, they're, or you're going to not be reinvesting a lot of capital for growth, you're going to be taking capital out, then there start to be reasons why you could look at an LLC. But if you're looking to build kind of a high growth startup emerging growth company with outside capital and bringing on employees, you'll often find those as um, C-Corps. And Delaware is just the most common jurisdiction for doing that it's it's got very um it, it's investors all their familiarity and their document sets have all been based around Delaware law most of their portfolio companies are going to be in Delaware mm -hmm. 
it's a jurisdiction because there are so many companies in Delaware. It's very much more predictable as to what's going to happen. Yeah. If you end up having disputes in Delaware, there's a lot of history to, to that. It's very efficient state in working with the state in terms of filing amendments and needing to move quickly. You can file things in Delaware on the, not only the same day, but within an hour. And so there are a lot of reasons for a C-Corp and a lot of reasons for a Delaware C-Corp. Yeah. Well, Anthony Millen, I, I, I wish we had like another hour or so. I could just go through and start asking you all sorts of legal questions for best practices. Uh, but to our friend that's like also kind of has an appetite for wanting a little bit more, uh, the Startup U is actually a really, I'm kind of digging through this. This is a really good resource uh, in addition to everything else you'll find at Next Law. And again, that's next.law. Um, and anything else for someone who's been listening to us in terms of like, you know, if they have questions or they're looking to, look, all I know is I would love to lock and load with an attorney or a law firm right now. Um, what, what do they do next? So in terms of next steps, like you said, to learn more about us, you can reach out to, to um, and look at us on the website next.law. If you would like to have an initial conversation with us or you just have some questions or want to learn more about what we're doing, you can just send a, um, an email to info at next.law and mention the thoughtful entrepreneur and we'll be happy to just do an initial call with your viewers just to kind of understand questions they may have and um, and help them, you know, maybe just think through what some important next steps might be for them. So, you know, they would just li literally just um, put in the subject line, the thoughtful entrepreneur, and we'll mm -hmm. get right back to them and, and get get calls set up and happy to to do a call with them to see how we can speak to them and help them. I love it. All right. Anthony Millen, uh, again, the uh, best title, uh, founder and co-chair of Next, and you're found on the web at next.law. Anthony, thank you so much for the conversation. Well, thank you so much for having me on the show today. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.